Today's show is brought to you by AdamandEve.com. Go to AdamandEve.com right now and you'll get 50% off just about any item. All you have to do is enter the code word GLORY, G-L-O-R-Y, at checkout. Be advised that this show is not for children, the faint of heart, or the easily offended. The explicit tag is there for a reason. Recording live from Glory Hole Studios in Chicago, this is Cognitive Dissonance. Every episode we blast anyone who gets in our way, we bring critical thinking, skepticism, and irreverence to any topic that makes the news, makes it big, or makes us mad. It's skeptical, it's political, and there is no welcome at. This is episode 543 of Cognitive Dissonance. Cecil, how's your week going, man? <laughs> well, my week, Tom, is doing better than all of democracy. I can at least say that <laughs> with confidence. Jesus with Christ. fucking confidence. You're not at all wrong. You are not at all wrong. That's a low bar, it turns out, to yeah, do better yeah. than democracy this week. Yeah, That's, yeah. right. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, how do you have one week where you kick it twice while it's down? You know? Because... <laughs> It's just never seven stops. days. Just never stops. Yeah. Where, do we, where do we start? Do you want to start with Bader Ginsburg or do you want to start with uh, Breonna Taylor? Which one do you want to go with? Oh, I don't know. Why don't I uh, pull some of my teeth out with a pair of pliers while I'm at, while we're talking about yeah. fun things. <laughs> um, I don't know. We really, I, th- I think really there's only three stories to cover before we start talking about stories. That's it, it's, it's Ginsburg, it's Breonna Taylor, and it's Trump said maybe he's not leaving the White House. You know, even but, if he loses. That, I know that I know that that's in the news this week, right? But he's been making these rumblings for a long time. This is not new. It's not new news, really, because he has sort of been saying this and they've been trying to corner him on this for a long time and he's always either made a really obscenely unconstitutional statement or he said <laughs> something else that is that is bonkers and stupid but it's 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 sort of been building to this now this week he like literally said some fucking despotic fucking banana republic bullshit that he said but it has i feel like that's been building for a lot don't you think so i mean yeah, hasn't he been at least alluding to it for a long oh, time yeah i mean you're not you're not at all wrong it's he's certainly been but like i think there's a difference between like well we'll see you know which you can interpret as i'm not going to lose so i'm not even going to entertain such a silly question ha you know to like yeah i'm not fucking going anywhere you know or like i think they should give me a third term because i didn't get yeah. you know a good shot at my first one you know to like yeah, I'm not, there's not going to be a transfer of power. I'm just not, I'm not going anywhere. Not yeah. going to go anywhere. Yeah. So I just well, like, like, it's like how overt, like just how I like, guess. you're just like, holy shit. Like, we're not like, we're not playing games with semantics anymore. We're not like fiddling around the edge. Like we're just sticking our finger right in there. It's, that's well, a bold I move. Think, I mean, <laughs> You know, depends on it depends on uh, on the recipient, I guess. It depends. <laughs> and uh, I'm actually at least reassured by a couple of the people that have come out and said, "Shut the fuck up." Basically, 
I mean, you know, I feel a little reassured by that. I think Mitch McConnell came out and said something and a couple other people like generals and whatnot have said, no, there's going to be a peaceful transfer of power. Don't be fucking stupid. So I feel a little more reassured by that, but it's, it's still one of the things that you're just like, yep, totally could be a civil war this year. How's your year yeah, going, guys? Right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, it, 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 you know, you're sort of like, okay, well, it would be in keeping with the theme like yeah. it's not you know, it's not outside the general theme of 2020. I will say this. Here's the thing, Tom, about a civil war. At least I'm going to get out of the house for a little while, which is nice. <laughs> it's nice to get out of the house, see friends, you know, those oh, types of God. things. Even if I am plotting some sort of terrorist attack, I mean, you know, I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to be doing in a couple months, you know. Just, Who knows? Just, Fuck. Well, I also, don't know. Don't look to me to plot anything. I'm terrible at plotting. Plot. Okay, I'm just not good. <laughs> I failed algebra. I can't even graph, yeah. much less plot. Are you <laughs> kidding like, me? I don't, are you kidding me? I'm fucking terrible at trigonometry. Oh, Get out of here. Fuck. Well, let's talk about Brianna Taylor this week because the, the the decision comes down from uh Yeehaw district attorney down there who basically says, Yeah, um, we're gonna we're only gonna charge the guy you missed her. We're only gonna go. Yeah, to like when guy. Boss Hog like yeah. said that, I was like, what yeah. the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I just like I I and you know, it's not that I couldn't believe it because it's perfectly believable. But the, the the fact is is that if you're not familiar with the Brianna Taylor case, um the I'm gonna I'm gonna really break it down, but I, I suggest you go seek out good news sources. Don't look at fucking Charlie Kirk's video or whatever. Like, go look at like a reputable news source. I would suggest the daily podcast on the Breonna Taylor murder because in my opinion, they did some an investigative jur journalism around it where they actually went and interviewed all the people who lived nearby to, to, to get what they thought about it and, and what they heard that night. They also got a hold of the tapes, the in like the, the uh, investigation tapes that the police had. So, you know, like the police are recording these investigations and they have those tapes. You can listen to what the people actually say. So my suggestion would go find something like that so you can uh, educate yourself on it. But, um, but, you know, a real brief uh, uh, synopsis is she was dating a guy who was uh, who was wanted by the police and he was known to hang out. He's uh, involved in drugs and he was known to hang out at uh, several different locations. Her house happened to be one of those locations, but they had been broken up for a some time at that point. Um, and I think he was even in jail at that point. And so her house was listed as a place where they, like a place of interest that they wanted to break into. And so they were doing this, these, a bunch of these raids. Well, hers was initially a no knock raid and then, and then said to be a knock raid. I guess it was downgraded or whatever. The police go to her house. She's in bed with her new boyfriend. They just watched Netflix, they ate cookies and fucking ate ice cream and went to sleep watching Netflix. Um, and they hear this banging on the door. Well, her boyfriend thinks it's her ex-boyfriend and he legally has a firearm. So they keep hearing this banging on the door with no announcement of who it is. They interviewed like something like 14 neighbors and 13 of them said they never heard the word police at all. 
Someone well, did what did the body say they heard say what what did the, what no no Tom that is an interesting I'm question because they didn't yeah. have any oh, so yeah no, so that's yeah, crazy because so, that would fucking yeah. settle the question there. that would certainly that would certainly huh. settle a lot of questions so they they break in the door they literally blow like knock the door off the hinges and this guy doesn't know what's happening so he fires one shot damn good shot hits this cop right near his femoral artery fucking hits him boom right in the leg cop falls down but once the cop falls down. Now it's fucking shoot out at the OK Corral for these police officers. They start lighting this place up. And then one cop runs around to the outside of the building and just blindly fires into the window yeah. through the blinds, shooting this place up like it's fucking like seriously, like it's an old timey saloon. Yeah. And so he just unloads his clip. Everybody's shooting, going crazy. They retreat. They don't actually go in. They retreat after they shoot. They leave. They, they got this guy who's down and bleeding. So they put a tourniquet on his leg and they drag him away. Well, she just bleeds to death right there. She gets shot, bleeds to death right there. They didn't know it was the police. Nobody knew it was the police. They literally came in, blew the door off the hinges, and then after knocking supposedly several times, and they and then they, and a lot of people did corroborate that they did knock several times, but they never announced who they were. And so, you know, if somebody breaks in your house, you, what do you do? You know, you yeah. you legally yep. have a gun. You maybe you shoot them, and and that's what happened. And then suddenly, it's it's uh, the the police, and this is this is the this is the real problem. The police have no. There's no repercussions when they are reckless. When they are reckless with what they do, there's no, there has to be some sort of malicious intent by a police officer in order for a, someone to prosecute them. You, you know, you can, what, if I'm a fucking over the road trucker and I'm running late and I dip over the double yellow to pass a slow car and I hit someone head on, you know, Wow, sorry, I was just late. I'm sorry. Yeah, I was reckless, but I didn't mean it. Like, I'm still right. going to fucking jail, man. Everybody else on the planet is fucking liable for what they do when they're reckless, except for police officers. It's insane, it, man. It, it is. And like the whole, the whole pro, the whole thing is just, I mean, think about what a fucking no-knock warrant may, like, how can that even be something that we should as a public accept? A no-knock warrant. If 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 I'm sitting at home in the middle of the night, you know, sleeping, or I'm at home, I'm minding my own business, and without any warning or announcement, my door just gets kicked the fuck in. You know, they don't even have to be in uniform. In some states, yes. they don't even have to be in uniform, and people just barge into the fucking house, like you're going to think that you are the subject of a home invasion because yeah. a that's literally what's happening. And B, yeah, you like have not seconds, yeah. right? You have seconds yeah. to react. The, the only difference is the home invasion is somehow legal, but that's bonkers. Why in the world would that ever be legal? How is that safe for the cops? How is that? I know that's safe because it's like the element of surprise or whatever on a high, but it's also like holy shit! Like somebody blows my fucking door open. I'm just some regular guy. Like I, I think I've got to protect my fucking family. You know, we we think about it only in terms of like. Boy, if they got the right guys, if they if they're really knocking the door down for these uber dangerous, hyper sophisticated criminals, right? Then a no knock warrant, boy, that you know that makes a lot of sense. But that's a fucking fantasy. That's bullshit. That's crazy. We shouldn't have such a thing. Like the police, we don't, we we don't want to live in a police state. The police should not have the authority to show up. Un, uh, not in uniform and blast your fucking door in with a battering ram in the middle of the night 
And then when you think somebody is invading your home because literally someone's invading your home and yeah. you seek to defend yourself, not only are you in the wrong, legally in the wrong for doing that, when in any other circumstance, you would be 100% justified, right? There's no other circumstance where somebody else, there's no other human being that can kick your fucking door in with a gun and you can't be like, shit, and defend yourself. Unless yeah. they're cops, which you don't know they're cops, and maybe you've got a split second. I It, it makes me crazy because the fucking split second argument is the argument that's always used to get cops justify. out of trouble, right? Yeah, oh, yeah to justify yeah. their actions. <clears throat> right? Yes. Oh, he had a split second to react. He had a split second to react. He feared for his life. Really? Well, how about when that motherfucker busted a fucking door down and slammed his way into my home in the middle of the night while I was fucking sleeping? Maybe I had a split second to react. It turns out I shouldn't even be on alert for that, unlike the cops who should arguably be on fucking alert for that kind of shit. In the middle of the night, I should be on the alert for indigestion, maybe, if I ate too much ice cream before falling asleep. That's it. Right. Right. That's it. I don't give a fuck who you are. I don't care what your job is. You don't have a right to slam my fucking door open in the middle of the night without knocking, without announcing yourself. That's crazy. The problem, part of the problem I was thinking about this is that because that is legal, yeah. the grand jury is probably armed, their, their arms are probably tied, right? Because the grand jury isn't there to say whether or not something is right or wrong. They're there to say whether or not a law was broken. Well, if it's legal for the cops to execute a no-knock warrant, if that's what the law says, and if it's legal for the cops to return fire when they're fired upon, even if it's fucking crazy, shooting through the walls, whatever. Like I, yeah. But like then the, the grand jury is like, yeah, that's it. Shouldn't be legal. It should. It should absolutely be wrong. It's there. That's a murder. But like we have laws that are just like, yeah. But the cops are allowed to murder. They're just allowed to do it. It's not even like, like, like could they have returned a different verdict and followed the letter of the law? And I don't know. And that's that. the thing. That's the thing. You don't know, right? You're not sure because. Because the way, you know, and that's the thing is when you're looking at these laws, you might look at it and say, no, they did what was what what we allow police officers to do, right. which is a travesty of justice. Yeah. But still, that's what we allow them to do. We've all just agreed that police officers, the police officers are um, they they are essentially above the law and can do literally whatever they want whenever they want, and there's no repercussions or little repercussions for it. And that's just true, man. Yeah, once in a great while, when a cop accidentally kills a white guy, they may go to jail. Yeah, right. Maybe, maybe, right? Look at the one, what happened with Laquan McDonald? They gave that guy second degree murder. Yeah. He literally just opens up on this guy, shoots him in the back how many times? Yep. And they're like, no, that's, yeah, but it's second degree murder. What are you talking about? Yeah, he shot that guy. They shot Laquan McDonald as, as McClum, Laquan McDonald was, was actively running away. Like, yeah, he, what the fuck? There's no, there is no world where that is, where, where any of that should be. Except, how is that not, how is that only second degree? You have, you have plenty yeah. of time. How is that not like, I mean, I, we're just, we're living in a world where, where Brianna Taylor, who's just like, what is she like a nursing student or something? Like what was she like, was? I thought she was a nurse. I thought she was like a nurse's assistant or something. I, she was yeah. like actually in like, the. This is just somebody who's asleep in their house. Yeah, I sleep in my house every fucking day, 
And it would be a real fucking problem for me if the police fucking knocked my door down and fucking murdered my wife. That would be a fucking thing. And you know what? It would be a problem and it would make a, get a lot more fucking attention because I'm a white guy. Yeah. It yeah. would be, it would just be different. It wouldn't be like, well, I, you know, they made a mistake and maybe, you know, maybe she shouldn't have been dating a drug dealer months ago in the first, like, get the fuck out of here. They shouldn't have even served the warrant in the first place. They already got the guy, like the guy they were looking for. Somebody, they had already, they'd already got that guy. There was no need yeah. to even serve the warrant. Everybody involved, because the warrant itself didn't even need to be served, everybody involved should be in fucking jail right now. Everybody. I, 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 they fired some of these guys for this, right? So they like, like they went through the process of being like, no, man, you can't, like, we, even we don't do what you did. Right. Like, even, like, even us fucking people who, like, are above the law see what you did as too much above the law. The department looked at what they did and said, man, fucking, that's fucked up. What right. you guys did, holy shit. But, but somehow our government thinks, nah, it's cool. And the way the guy presented it, too, is like, justice is hard, and sometimes it doesn't go with the rule of the mob or blah, blah, blah. Whatever. And you're just like, get the fuck out of here, man. You know, it's not the rule of the mob. That's not a rule of the mob. It's just you know, it's people who want to just fucking maybe live in their own house and not get murdered by police who should not be there, who should not be serving a warrant. We live in a country that is just insane when it comes to police overreach. It's just constant and it never stops and it keeps getting worse. I mean, today I watched on Twitter, there was a guy on the ground and a cop takes his bicycle as he's walking up. This guy's on the ground. He rolls over the guy's head on a bicycle. He takes his bicycle and rolls over the what? guy's head who's on the ground. Yeah, I watched it on Twitter today. Like the guy is on the ground, laying on the ground and someone walks up and I don't know, maybe the, maybe the guy's trying to do like, like what they do with uh, bulldozers or whatever when they try to lay in front of the bulldozer or that guy was in... Uh, Tiananmen Square where you stand in front of something like a tank, you know, maybe that's what he was trying to do. And that's a possibility. But it, the cop sees him there, walks up and he's now he's walking his bicycle, but he walks his bicycle's tire, both tires over this guy's head. And then another guy walks up and says, hey, what the fuck? And he swings the ass under the bicycle and he hits the guy. Yeah. It's it, like, there's, there's no accountability at all. We have, the thing is Cecil, none of it's mad. None of it makes any difference. We have hundreds and hundreds of these incidents now this year on, on film. On camera, on camera. And yeah. nothing is happening. Like it used to, like, it used to be that like when the police beat the shit out of somebody in the nineties, like remember when they beat the shit out of Rodney King and it was yeah. like, holy fuck. Like now we're forced to confront it. It's a reality. It's something we're watching. So like, Hey, that's, that's fucked up. That's absolutely fucked up. Like there's an intentionality to this brutality that like we even, no matter how many times we have it on tape, no matter how many times we watch it, no matter what, like we don't give a shit. We don't do anything about it. Nothing is going to happen. Nothing is going to happen. When, when, when this happened in LA, it's when one incident like this happened, it sparked riots. Now we've got hundreds of incidents and we're having a conversation about this. Like nationally, people aren't all of one mind. How are people not all of one mind about this subject? Like, wait, wait the, the, the cops are intentionally brutalizing American citizens. And they don't give a fuck. They don't give a fuck. And if you don't think they, like, when, when, they've, when we have it on tape and they don't give a fuck, how much more do, they, do we think they don't give a fuck when it's not on video? Hilariously, I watched a video today. This woman who was, uh, she was, uh, 
not going to wear a mask in Ohio. I guess she was at a, like a football game or something outside. She won't wear her mask. And so I guess the place asked her to leave and she wouldn't leave. And so they called the police. The police show up and they ask her to, to leave. And she won't leave. She won't leave. And they are, this guy is so fucking patient with this woman. She's a white lady. So fucking patient. She's screaming at him. No, you don't touch me. They start to grab her arm. She's flipping out. She's spinning around. She's going crazy. Super patient. It's it's over three minutes into the video before he finally pulls his taser out and tases her. Oh it's over three minutes into the video before he does that. And you're just like watching this person be so fucking calm when it's a white person right. on the end of that. Yeah. You know, you just watch them. No, you know, no issue whatsoever. And, and all the people around it are appalled that the police officer is doing that to them, that to that, to that woman who was not wearing a mask, right? Who was asked to leave because she wasn't wearing a mask and then she was arrested for trespassing. But, you know, the, the fact is, is that you could watch that happen. And, you know, if that starts happening more and more and more and more around the conservatives, you're going to see a lot of backlash. But the thing is, is just like all the rest of the bad things that are happening now, they're not happening to the conservatives. So they don't care. They actually like it. They want it. They want it to happen. They don't like you. They don't want you to, they want you to get beat up. They want you to get thrown around. They want to dress up and pretend they're cops and shoot you. They want to do this, right? They, they, they're excited to do this. So of course, that's how they're going to react to it. Nope, they don't give a fuck. So half the country literally doesn't care and will defend every single thing a cop has ever done, ever. Yeah, which- They're is, just apologists. Which is completely fucking bonkers because like for the longest time, like the, 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 the side that was like anti-authoritarian big government, right? The side that was like always screaming for the longest time about like, man, you know, you don't want the man- with, you know, coming into our fucking crazy people compound or whatever. It has nothing to do with it. There's no principle. What, what, you, what you have to be able to step back and look at now is there is not, and there never were, any actual principles involved. Yeah. What people no, want- No, that's 100% right. Yep. Yeah, because as soon as it happens, it's like, well, it's happening to the people we like to have it happen to. We were always okay with black people getting the shit kicked out of them, which is why- yep which is why we didn't ever intervene in that process. What we are not okay with is fucking hillbillies having their guns taken away from them and, like, the rights of fucking weird militia people to, like, dance around and play cosplay shit in the woods or whatever they're doing. Like, that stuff, that's fucking, that's protected, that's murica, that's all that garbage, right? That's fine. But, like, you know what? We, we, don't, we never gave a shit when it was yeah. in the city. We yeah. never gave yeah. a shit when it was... Yeah you know, black people that are going to get, and we, and we so don't give a shit that like, it doesn't matter how jackbooted the thugs get. It literally makes no difference. Get it all on tape. Like whatever fucking rights, principles, like fucking tear that fucking piece of shit. Goddamn constitution up. We don't give a shit about it. Nobody gives a fuck about the bill of rights. Nobody's we're not, we, how the fuck can we possibly stand there in front of anybody at this point in history and say like, you know, that, that document, really matters to me that yeah. Yeah. that's really the one you know i gotta make sure that whoever gets whoever's in charge i gotta get a a, a real constitutional scholar to be on the supreme court because that document what well, i bleed for that document see so yeah. i love it i love that fuck that no you don't give a shit you give a shit about like well as long as white people can still have barbecues and dance with an overbite i'm good that's what yeah. i want that's america to me
Well, speaking of, you know, hypocrisy and the Supreme Court, it, the Justice Ginsburg passed away this week. We knew it was coming. She's fucking a million years old. She yeah. was a million years old with like multiple cancers all fighting each other. So you knew it was going to happen. <laughs> she For the um, longest time, she had that like perfect cancer balance yeah, where like she had sure so many at the same time that they couldn't all squeeze through the door like Mr. Burns. Like, Yeah, she sure did. And now... We're she's she's gone and um, they're going to fill the seat. The Republicans are going to fill the seat, even though Merrick Garland um, had to wait in the wings for almost it was like nine months, nine months worth of time. They waited. Uh, there was a Supreme Court nomination. They said it's never been done in an election year in 40 years. We shouldn't do it in an election year. That's not how it works. And now they're saying, yeah, well, we said that. And what we meant to say was it, you shouldn't do it in an election year when when the Senate is different than the president when there are different parties because that's what matters. Yep. It's, it's, that's, that, that's the real issue is that when the Senate is different and they're the ones who, even though he fucking pitched kind of a really center-of-the-road guy in Merrick Garland at them to try to get them to approve a pretty center-of-the-road yeah. uh, 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 Supreme Court pick, they're like, nope, we're going to wait. And they they forced the wait. And now we, we got stuck with them replacing Scalia they, they replaced Kennedy when he stepped down. And now, they, you know, like the thing is, is they were already 5-4, right? And they were 5-4 coming into this. They shouldn't have been, but they were. And now they're going to be 6-3 and that's just going to be the way it is. And there's nothing, like there's nothing you can do to stop this. Yep. At this point, they're 100% they're going to do it. And I'll be perfectly frank, Tom, I hope they do it fast. I hope they do it before the election because I think that galvanizes a base of people on the Democrat side. And I think the people that were gonna that were maybe gonna vote for Trump before that were that might might have been on the uh, that that might have been on the fence to vote for him because of this Supreme Court seat. The moment he fills it, what do you have to offer me? You're just an asshole. Well, fuck off. I don't need to vote. I don't even need to vote because I you know, I already got what I wanted out of you. Yep. So to be honest, I hope it happens sooner rather than later. Yeah, I, I mean. It's going to be, it's distressing how fast this is all. Like it, the, the tip, the average time to confirm a seat is 70 days. We don't even have 70 days. So, because yeah. it, it takes time to vet and confirm. The average time, again, it's 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 a little over two months. We're going to fucking fast track. We're, we're going to do something too fast because we need it for political expediency, which is hilarious because doesn't that tell you how worried Trump is about losing this election. If Trump yeah. was, if Trump and the Republicans were really deeply confident as much as they say they are, if they were like, yeah, fucking whatever. Like America loves us. Fucking, we got the plans. We got the answers. We're crushing it. We are absolutely going to win this. Set. There's no worry here. There's no worry here at all, but they're going to get this fucking thing done in 45 days or less, you know, a full 25 days faster than the, than the average. They're going to do that because like they know, they know, Cecil, like this thing could flip on them. The Senate could flip. Yeah. The presidency could flip. It's very likely, actually, that those things are going to happen increasingly by the day. It seems likely that those things are going to happen. So they're fucking shitting themselves. They're trying to put the, they're trying to make sure that like, well, there's three branches of government. Let's fucking poison the last one we can poison on our way out. Lindsey Graham in 2016 said, I want you to use my words against me. If there's a Republican president in 2016 and a vacancy occurs in the last year of the first term, you can say, let Lindsey Graham said, let's let the next president, whoever it might be, make that nomination. And you could use my words against me and you'd be absolutely right. And that motherfucker is still, even though like 
People have quoted that right back to him. He's like, <laughs> yeah. What they he don't said care. is, what he said is, eh, you'd do it too. That's yeah. what he said. It's literally what he said is, you would do it too. You would do the same is actually his exact quote. You and would you know do the what, same. Lindsay, you know what, Lindsay? You're fucking right. Because yep. I'll tell you what. I, I have been, I think, a very principled person for a very long time. I hold my I hold some pretty high ideals, and I think government should hold those ideals too. And I always felt like, you know what? If they go low, you go high. I really do think that that's a good, a, 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 an interesting, good way to think about the world. But at this point now, I say, fuck you. You know what I mean? Because this is like one straw yeah. too far. You've gone too far. There's so many pieces of hypocrisy that have come forward since you've taken office. But this one is just too much. It's generational. You're changing things for a generation. So here's what you do. You go in, you pack the courts. Guess what? Tom said it earlier. I didn't think I, I didn't think this many, but 15. Guess what we're going to do? We're going to put 15 people. We're going to add six people to the bench. Yeah. And then we're going to turn. And then Tom, another great thing. Yeah. Why don't we just take uh, Puerto Rico and Washington? DC and turn those into, into states and give those people senators. You know what I mean? Like, fuck you. Uh, fuck me. Fuck you. How's, how about fuck you? And how about fuck you forever? Yep. How about fuck you forever? Do whatever you can to make sure, you know what? Start going after the population centers of the, of the, of the United States and increasing the numbers of the representatives that come from more populous states. Do that. Fuck you. How about go fuck yourself? Well, they've already said, they've already said, if, if you do this, absolutely nothing is off the table. There's, yep. there are big nuclear options like that, that you were just thought that, that we have always eschewed from because, you know, they're, they're big fucking nuclear options, but this is the, this is the time to do it. You know, the country is numerically democratic. Like, I mean, it wasn't even close in 2016 in terms of the popular vote. It wasn't even fucking yeah. close. Like yeah. America is numerically democratic, democratic, the problem is we got this bullshit electoral college garbage, which gives ridiculous amounts of weight to fucking rural territories rather than to the actual human beings that live in this country. So like what the Democrats need to do is say, you know what? Here's what we're going to do. Everything. D.C. becomes a state, like you said. Puerto Rico becomes a state. Hey, Guam, you want in? You're a motherfucking state. American Samoa, we don't even recognize you as citizens. Now you're a fucking state. Make them all fucking states. Make all of that shit fucking states because they're all democratic, man. And once this, like, once the blue happens, it doesn't turn red again. Shit is different. You know, the demographics of this country are shifting further and further left. If you look at the total numbers, the only places where that's not true is in the fucking garbage rural territories. That's it. Yeah. So, yeah. like, you, you flip this fucking thing and it's done. And they never, and I think they know that. Because the Democrat, I mean, the, the you watch all these fucking graphs. You look at all these curves. You, the, the Republican mindset continues to be a less valued mindset. The, the largest numerical demographic in the country is the millennials, man. It's not the boomers. Those fuckers are dying and coronavirus has taken out a bunch of them. Like, we're not fixing that. I want to say too, fuck Mitt fucking Romney in the yeah, fucking Yeah, what the ass. fuck happened there? Fuck, fuck you, Fuck you. You fucking thought you thought he was a criminal, you asshole. You fucking were going to vote to impeach. You fucking did. You're a piece of shit. You thought he was corrupt enough to vote against him in the fucking voting process. And now you're going to be like, no, nah, yep. he's, he's fit to pick a fucking Supreme Court. Fuck you, dude. Yep. Fuck off. 
Yeah. Die in a fire, you piece of garbage. Yeah, and, and did you see what Trump said about it? He said where, he said he's no longer angry at Romney. He yeah. literally said, he, he said today, he said, do you see what's going on with the Republican Party? How unified the Republican Party is. We're unified. It's a beautiful thing to see. Thank you, Mitt. Even Mitt's on board. It's a good thing to see. He, I mean, like, like that, like he said, that's okay. I'm no longer angry at Mitt because he's being very nice to me on the Supreme Court. He's doing the right thing. Like, this is all like we're we are being governed by a crazy fucking narcissistic, like happy autocrat. Like, this is a guy who counts people like, yeah, I'm mad at you. I'm mad at somebody because I didn't get my way. He's like a fucking giant eight-year-old. And he's he ruining it's, the fucking so country. He's ruining, like, like, it is fucking ruining democracy because we fucking hired that fucking kid from the Twilight Zone with too much power. Yep. Like, that's the guy that we fucking hired. It, it's so bad. It gets every fucking day. It gets worse than we possibly could imagine it could be. And every week I'm like, holy fuck. How is it somehow worse? You know, there's some stuff that should be so fucking hard to change. Um, you know, I mean, I don't know how you get rid of the electoral college without some other type of thing to do it. I think that that, um, that pact that they had between states is a good way to do it where the states just agree no matter what, whoever wins the popular vote is what we're going to vote. Um, and so you need, only need to get to 270 for that to happen. And the states can make that decision on their own. And so that would be a way to do it. But getting an amendment changed is going to be fucking, that's going to be it's real massive, hard. Yeah. But, there, but there is no amendment for the Supreme Court. So, um, you know, they, there's nothing that says that you can't add more justices. So they might just add more justices. But that's just, it's just, it's to the point now where, you know, they don't give a fuck at all and they will they will do what they yep. can to to ruin this country and then and they're and they're doing it and they're gonna do it. And and there's nothing you can do to stop this appointment, right? This appointment's gonna happen. They're gonna fast track it, they're gonna make it work, but you just gotta come out punching and you gotta be like, see what they did, see what they did, see how they changed everything. Well, it's time to change things back to how this country actually feels. Jump free, Willie. Jump. Didn't make it, and he crushed our boy. Ugh, what a mess. This is from theguardian.com. Scientists baffled by orcas ramming sailing boats near Spain and Portugal. Shit has gotten so bad, the whales are attacking us, Cecil. Like, and <laughs> yeah, we're, yeah. we're at a place where it's like, no, like, fuck it. Just fucking sink them all. Like, the, <laughs> the whales. Killer, like, we're at a place where, like, fucking killer whales are like, yeah, all right. That's it, guys. You're going in the drink. I've fucking <laughs> had enough. Did you watch the video of these things attacking the boat? Uh, no, I didn't see it. Uh, I didn't see it, it no. Like, I don't speak Spanish except for just, like, a little bit, and I speak some of the swear words. And, like, they're fucking sailing this boat, and this fucking orc is, like, slamming into the boat. I, like, and they are not, like, gently tip-tip-tapping these things. Like, let me read to you some of the things that are actually happening. It's kind of insane. On the 29th of July off Cape Trafalgar, Victoria Morris was crewing a 46-foot, 46-foot delivery boat that was surrounded by nine orcas. The cetaceans rammed the hull for over an hour, spinning the Cetacean boat. Cetacean needed. <laughs> <laughs> spinning the boat 180 degrees, disabling the engine nice. and breaking the rudder nice. as they communicated with loud whistling. <laughs> Fucking they're like, chatting. They're like, yeah. fuck that thing up. Let's uh, they're like a fucking yeah. motorcycle gang and like a bad <laughs> 70s movie. 
<laughs> Blackfish lives matter, motherfucker. <laughs> At 11.30 the previous night, British couple, someone and someone else, their 40-foot 40, 40 yacht was brought to a sudden halt, then spun around several times. Harris felt the boat raise that evening. Earlier that same day, some other dude was motor sailing alone when he heard a horrific bang like a sledgehammer, saw his wheel turning with incredible force, disabling the steering as his 34-foot moody yacht spun 180 degrees. He felt the boat lift and said he was pushed around without steering for 15 minutes. Jesus Christ. These things are <laughs> fucking shit up. You they're are going to need a man. bigger boat. Yeah. I think I think what's happening is they're like, it's like when you smack the guy for turning the jacuzzi temperature up. Maybe that's what they're doing. <laughs> they're getting angry. Will you stop turning up the temperature? God damn it. It's very warm in here. <laughs> it's so fucking crazy. Like this no, is, it's, I keep saying it's peak 2020, but I'm not saying peak anymore. Like, but it is yeah, perfectly no, just, in keeping. It is First murder hornets. Now, killer whales. I feel like the simulation, someone just turned the difficulty up, like accidentally, <laughs> accidentally went over to the simulation and just leaned on the wrong lever. And the difficulty just shot up this year beyond what it should be. You know, you know, the world is not safe when rich fuckers in yachts are getting fucked, yeah. right? Like fucking a like, right. holy shit. Yeah. Nothing like a complete physical breakdown to make a guy seem less intimidating. Stop pooping. I love the flu. So this story is just is just amazing for all of its implications. From the New York Daily News, MTA board to formally ban, formally ban <laughs> pooping in subways and buses. You better you better wear a tuxedo when you're on that board that day. Because I feel like I feel like there has to be a juxtaposition about what you're saying versus what you're wearing there, and you need to wear a tuxedo. But it needs to have those old timey like, uh, uh, you know, when they they show in those old movies when those people had the trap door that they pooped out of. All the tuxedos need trap doors. Oh my god! That you yeah, like old timey so like outhouse pajamas. Yeah, yeah, outhouse pajamas where they have like a little trap door in the can. Tuxedos without house pajamas. That's how it's got to do it. So holy shit. Like, I love that. Like before this, like it must have just been informally bad. Like it's just like, ah, it's frowned <laughs> it's upon. Like it's a little gauche just to shit on the a, subway. We have, a, like, we have a gentleman's agreement, sir. Please do not shit on the subway. <laughs> I mean, like, I guess I can't stop you if you want to take a shit. Also, like shitting on the bus. <laughs> like shitting on the, I can you see. Gotta, I you hard eye contact with the driver at that point. Right? If you're gonna shit on the bus, you better look that driver right in the eye and just never, uh, never shit. unlock. Just constant you and him. It's only you two on the bus. Nobody else matters at that point. It's just you two. There should be like electricity between the two of you. Animal magnetism, like mesmer. It should just be. That's how it needs to happen. You know, I was reading this to Haley and she made the point that like, well, maybe New York ought to have some other place to shit somewhere ever. <laughs> like you cannot, you cannot use a bathroom in New York at all anywhere. That's like, not true. That's not true. I walked around New York with Eli Bosnick and he fucking shit everywhere. <laughs> he was in and out of everywhere going in. He's like Starbucks, McDonald's. We go over and there was like 25 <laughs> places he shit that day. He's, like, Eli, he's Eli worse, he's is a worse shit than a, map, though. 
Yeah, exactly. He's, got, he's you know worse he's got than a, a dog. <laughs> he's worse than a dog when you take him out and he's got a pee. And you're like, you just pissed 10 feet ago. What are you doing? <laughs> Sorry, I got to go again. When you go for a walk with Eli, do you have to bring like a little biodegradable blue bag to pick up <laughs> after him? Or? <laughs> Eli should make like, Eli should write a book that's, that's taught. You know how people have the insider version of New York right. City? He should just be the insider. The places you can shit in New York City <laughs> and he should just have the illustrated version of all the places you could shit and you can make a map a fold-out map that he could hand to people all right this story comes from the westnews.com Oregon man allegedly shot self in groin while showing off Oregon gun. Oregon man. Oregon, <laughs> Oregon man. man. Uh, <laughs> Oregon man. <laughs> while showing off gun in supermarket. Everything about this story is great. This fucking guy's got a Glock. And for whatever reason, he's at the grocery store and he tries yeah. to show off his Glock in the grocery store. Like, the fucking What? Then he goes to, I don't, what are you doing what, there? Yeah, what that's you, what, what I mean. Like, like, what are you, are you threatening the ham? Like, what is happening? <laughs> he saw, I guess he like met up with a friend of his. It says like, he met up with a friend oh, and geez. he wanted to show off his gun. He was flaunting it. And the guy shoots himself in the fucking groin and then his <laughs> own femoral artery. No, he missed it. He says he missed it just by. Oh, it did. Just missed his femoral artery. I'm sorry. I misread Could you? How embarrassing is that? Hey, man, you see my new gun? Blam! Bill, did you shoot yourself? <laughs> no, I'm okay. <laughs> I'm good. I'm fine. I'm all right. Go. Let's go to the. No, can we use the express checkout today? <laughs> oh, God damn it. I'm stuck in one of those self checks and the light is blinking and nobody's coming over and I'm just. I like too that like after he fucking blew his own nuts off, they fucking arrested him. <laughs> they arrested him because they're like, hey man, like first uh, of all, like he tried to tuck the gun back into his pants. Like sure, who, like you do. Like yeah. who wears a gun in their pants? Who's like, oh, I gotta have my gun with me when I go grocery shopping in Oregon. That's a real fucking dangerous fucking activity. But then he like he gets arrested. Because he did not have a concealed handgun license, his act to be, was found to be reckless and it placed several people in danger. So, like, after he blows his own fucking junk off, he's got to go to jail. <laughs> America's amazing. They, they, Sally's like, what are you in here for? I shot somebody. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. He's not lying. I almost hit that motherfucker's femoral artery. I blew his balls off. <laughs> You wouldn't do it. You don't have the balls. Actually, you've got me on that one. I don't. That's no. actually true. Yeah, I don't right. anymore. Nope. Mm. Yeah, no, that's no. A tragic accident. <laughs> I had a tragic grocery store accident. Hi, Pearl. <laughs> you don't have to raise your voice. You pay you. I can give you half. You pay little bitch. Hey, don't talk to me like that, okay? I can't Look, I... I thought I was clear in my email that I needed a couple weeks. I worked too hard. Can I just get two more weeks? I put you on the street. I got my money, bitch. Hey, don't call me bitch. I'm a grown man. Bitch, 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 bitch. God, you're mean. So this story comes from Vice. A gig economy company launches Uber, but for evicting people. Motherfucker. 
a company called, and this is fucking crazy. Fuck. Civil. Fuck you. C-I-V-V-L. Civil. Because nothing is as civil as evicting people. Says evicting people is, quote, the fastest growing money-making gig due to COVID-19. Let me, let me read some of this. Quote, since COVID-19, many Americans fell behind in all aspects, reads the website copy. The button below this is not a statement for a GoFundMe or a petition for rent relief. Instead, the following is a call to action from a company called Civil. Be hired as an eviction crew. A fucking eviction crew. That's the job. Motherfucker. Civil aims to marry the gig economy with the devastation of a pandemic, complete with signature gig startup language like be your own boss and flexible hours and looking for self-motivated individuals with positive attitudes. Fastest growing money-making gig due to COVID-19. Literally thousands of process servers are needed in the coming months due to courts being backed up in judgments that need to be served to defendants. Tom, could you imagine? It's like, it's like during the, the Holocaust, there would be a, a, an app called Yellow Star or something like that, where, where you get to be the guard and you right. get to beat the yeah, shit out right. of all the other people, all the other Jews. We, we, we're at a place where like, we're selling poor people their fucking teeth back to them. Yeah. It's fucking incredible. Like, and to call the company civil seems like such crazy insult to injury. Man. Holy shit. Holy I, fucking you know, shit. The gig economy itself is yeah. a fucking horror, right? Yeah, I don't know if you remember, but like, gosh, maybe it was 10 years ago when Walmart was only hiring part-time workers to get around the insurance stuff yeah. that they were doing. And they mm-hmm. were doing this in a big way and people were calling them out for it or whatever. This gig economy is the exact same thing. And people talk about, you know, the the push for something like Uber where they say Uber, you know, you make this money on Uber. And there's been people who say, you know, with depreciation, you're not making a lot of money. And these companies themselves don't make a lot of money either. They've never made money. So like Uber, they were saying, because Uber tries to to seed the market by offering incentives, they they rarely make money anyway. So it's just these, it's just these big, I mean, they're like almost like Ponzi schemes. Yeah, Uber has, Uber as a company, has never turned a profit. Yeah, never, not once. Yeah, it, yeah. Not Uber. Uber has never made money. But the thing is that, like, Uber doesn't need to make money in order for people, in order for the higher ups to get rich. Right. At Uber. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. Like a you Ponzi know? scheme. And that's yeah. yeah. We've we've got this like we've got this crazy fucking economy where we've commodified the most mundane details of people's work, but we don't back them up with a company that has employees yep. and all the rest of it. Instead. Like we we have a company that instead of having employees has like this new type of worker, this new type of contract only temporary, like ultra temporary worker. And like as we move further and further as service industries and we're a service driven economy, as service industries move more toward this contract only labor there is less and less of an incentive for people to have actual fucking employees. Companies don't need employees anymore. What they need is a technological base to reach out to and connect people willing to do work with people willing to pay for that work. And all the company exists to be is the middleman, the bridge, the technological bridge that connects somebody desperate with somebody who's willing to hire for that service. And that in and of itself doesn't have to be evil. 
It just does not have to be evil. But the problem is that it is evil because what company, what it skips is what a company provides. A company provides safety and security to its employees. It provides benefits, which our country relies on a system of yeah, benefits you don't have because else. we don't have a governmental safety right. net to provide the things. So the only way you get, you know, retirement, the only way that you get, um, you, you, nobody even like, nobody even helps you pay your fucking taxes. Think about like, like when I get a paycheck as a W-2 employee, a regular old Joe fucking six pack W-2 employee, like my company, I, they have a payroll processing system. I don't have to like reserve a certain amount yeah. of my income to the side for uncle Sam. Sure. I get benefits. I have a retirement plan. I have all of these things. That's what the company provides to the employee. But we're moving further and further into a world where companies are not even employing people anymore. You're not employed by Uber. You're a contractor. Yeah, yeah. And then- And that's fucking totally different. Well, and then the other thing too is that they don't do things like create an environment that people enjoy working in. Instead, what they do is they create an environment where the person who is getting a ride from you is is essentially watching you for the company- and then they are the one yep. who report back to the company based on your star review. So right. as an Uber user, you're not being paid to rate that driver, right? That's not a they're not paying you to do that. There's no benefit for you to do that. Instead, it's yeah. it's the only only way you ever do that is to show your power over that person, right? They ask you for that. They're not paying you to do that. Why the fuck am I rating your driver? Why the fuck am why, I part why, of this process? Like, like, why am I doing your fucking employee's yeah, performance review? I'm doing it every day, and every single driver is doing their performance review because they, because, right. because, like you say, they're not a real company. They're just they're yep. they're basically setting me up, the person who's looking for a contractor with a contractor. It's not a yep. job. It's not a. I don't have a supervisor. No. Nope. It, you don't even, and the, the other thing that you don't have is you don't have any growth or upward mobility. You don't have any ability to make lateral moves within companies like this. Like, it's not like you could say like, I'm going to transfer departments or I'm going to be a supervisor or I'm going to get good at this and become a fucking technical expert. Everybody is, everybody is the same. You, you're locked forever into this fucking it's a great grinding point. Yeah. hamster great point. wheel yeah. of the same yeah. fucking shit and the same fucking you shit. You don't eventually graduate from Uber and become a stunt driver. You know what I mean? Like that right. doesn't yeah. happen. Yeah. Yeah. And you don't, you don't ever get like, oh, I, I was an Uber driver and I did a really good job. And now I'm like the dispatch manager, right? Because all of like, all of those services are now just technologically bridged. So, and all somebody does is sit up at the top and make all the money yeah. while the contractors just do all of this grinding, repetitive bullshit labor. The idea, Cecil, that we are now outsourcing fucking evicting people. It's unreal. It's unreal. I mean, like, like, like this job is, is honestly, it's the saddest possible state of affairs in late stage capitalism that you can possibly yep. fucking imagine. They are advertising all over the country. We are on the verge of an eviction crisis. Yeah. It's an absolute fucking crisis. And that and that and, and then, that's because the bill has been sitting a coronavirus relief bill has been stalled in the Senate forever. Right. Because yeah. they don't give a because they don't give a fuck about you. They don't give a fuck. And this company is gonna fucking make a mint. Basically, 
fucking exploiting all these people. I mean, eventually there's going to be a, a fucking a, a, a crowdsourcing app for the burial crews that they're going to need for fucking COVID. Yeah. Yeah. I, you're, you're not even wrong. You're not even wrong. We're going to be fucking outsourcing because that's exactly the kind of job that could outsource into a gig economy job, right? Like fucking digging graves. Like the, the, the thing is that it used to be that like work that did not, we've gotten to a point where any, any kind of work that is not um, really highly specialized work has completely lost all of its human value. There is no value and no dignity in labor any longer. Just labor itself as an activity of the human animal, as, a, as, a, as an honest, dignity-producing activity. Labor itself has become completely valueless in our current economy. So, and that wasn't always the case. It used to be that like working with your body was an actually like legitimate yeah. way to work. It was considered an honest was, day's and labor. It was, and it was a respected right? profession. Blue collar right. workers were people who people said, no, there's a, that's a blue collar guy. That's a good thing to be, you know? Now, and you know, like this, like going back to the article, this company civil, there's something in here that I want to, I want to really drive home at too. There's a federal ban on evictions declared by the CDC, but landlords are still attempting to press on. There's a penalty for violating the ban, which can include a combination of fines and jail time. Civil did not respond to a question about how the company ensures evictions are legal, though based, based on their terms of service, this is important. It appears to pass all risk onto the companies using its platform, saying that it simply provides lead generation to independent contractors and does not actually carry out the work itself. This is the same shit that you and I have talked about with respect to any of those bullshit middleman tube sites and places that, hey, look, I'm not responsible for the content. What I do is I just exist in this fucking middle space to collect money in the center, but I have no responsibility to what it is that I help to fucking create. We have got to be better than this. We have got to stand up to this shit and say, like, these things are a fucking cancer. They are going to kill our culture. They are going to crush our economy. People need to be accountable for the systems that they build just because they're not producing the, the work, right. just because they're not producing the eviction. They are essential to this process. And they're pretending that they're not. And they're like, hey, you know what? If people get fucking evicted, they can't legally get evicted. My name's Paul and that's yeah, between y'all. All I did was you know, make some introductions here. You can't fault me for making introductions. It's crazy because it's getting the working class to attack the working class. That's essentially Absolutely. what it's doing. It's, it's, it's some guy has created an app that allows the working class to exploit the working class for the ruling class. I mean, the, the, the people that are going to be getting those houses, the, the people that are foreclosing on you are the ruling. Those are the people who make the money. They're the ones yeah. who make all the money. They're gonna yep. they're taking your life, they're taking yep. your house away in a pandemic where there's it's so hard to make money right now. They're taking your shit. I mean, and and the people doing it don't want to be doing it. I mean, yeah, the, Why Francisco would they? Munoz, um, Francisco Munoz, a mover for a landlord in Houston, cries as he empties an elderly woman's apartment. Quote: Maybe today it's her, and tomorrow it's me. He told the reporter. 
We've seen more than double the call amount of calls to our hotline since the beginning of the year than we did during the same time last year, Philip Devon, an eviction prevention specialist, told Vice. They've received over 400 calls regarding illegal lockouts alone. This is all very dishonest, Devon said of civil. It's like, oh, don't call us a hitman. We didn't pull the trigger. Yeah. We just connected yep. you with the person who's willing yep. to. Man, that seriously is, I think, a really good analogy. Like these, these middle spaces that abrogate responsibility in order to like collect money in the center. Like it's like, yeah, you may as well be fucking murdering. You may as well be like, yeah, well, I look, oh, I didn't kill somebody. Yeah. I didn't fucking kill a man. It's fucking bullshit. It's absolute bullshit. And it, and it all starts at the top because, you know, it's, it's, you know, there's part of me that's, it's hard to blame somebody who's looking for work right now. Right. It's, no, it's hard to blame it's the that individual, right? Fault, it's not man. the individual's fault. It's all starting at the top. It's the, you know, the person who creates this is the person who's taking the home away. It's the, all of that is the problem. It's the, yep. a lot. And all of this could be circumvented if there was some sort of coronavirus bill that existed. That could, a lot of this could be circumvented right now. But instead, yeah. we're living in a time where you can open your phone and find somebody who you could throw out of their house for a few bucks. Yeah. Yeah, you're, you're gonna you're gonna show up and throw your back out. You're not gonna. That's the other thing. Like you're gonna show up and you're gonna do this work, and it's dangerous work. People are gonna get killed doing this work, Cecil. People are gonna get hurt, and people are gonna get killed doing this work. They're gonna show up, and they're just somebody trying to make a living. They're just somebody else trying to put food on the table. Somebody else trying to pay, you know, their own rent. And like, eviction is dangerous work. That is dangerous work. Someone's going to get fucked up. Yep. Someone's going to be like, these people are also going to be like unqualified and unphysically fit to be doing this kind of labor, but desperate for the money. Yep. Yep. So they're going to show up and they're going to get hurt. And who's going to take care of them? They don't have a fucking employer. Do you remember when you and I helped someone move and we were the only ones really moving them? And we, I, I was do. so fucking dead the next day. I was so tired. Oh, man. That night I was so tired. I went home and literally fell on the floor in my place and never moved until the next day. <laughs> and then the next day I was like, oh my God, because you and I were, we were the only ones working and we, we were the only all ones day, all day, all day. And it was a yep. whole giant truck packed full and we just lifted and it was a three flat. So all the way up to the top floor, third story, yep. you and I carry in the heaviest stuff, the, the armoires and fuck. everything, the, the mattresses. We carried it all the way upstairs. That, can you imagine that that's your job and you're not qualified? Because you and I, we're not qualified to do that, right? You know, like, no, like we, we, we can, you and I can pick something heavy up together, of course. But I don't have the fucking, I don't have the endurance in my muscles to do that for seven straight hours. Right. And like, we don't have like lifting straps and we don't have like back braces and we don't have, you know, we, we literally just don't even have like the equipment that you would need to keep yourself safe doing that work for eight hours a day, five days a week or whatever right. you're doing. It right. At. It's, it's this, this thing is, and, to, and again, I can't get over it to call it civil. I know. I know. When it is the least civil thing we could be doing it's to each other. Hello. Uh, what are you looking for? Bud plug. Spark plug. What kind? Butt plug. What kind of a spark plug? A butt plug. Never heard of it. What do you use it for? Butt plug. Huh? Butt plug. What do you use it for, sir? Butt plug. Butt plug. Butt plug. I know, but, plug. but what do you use it on? What do you use it in? I'm trying butt to Butt plug. Butt plug. Yeah, okay. I got you a spark plug. There's all kinds of spark plugs. Butt plug. Butt plug. Butt Plug. Uh, I don't know. We don't carry that. Butt plug. 
Yeah, we don't carry it. Thank you. All right. So this story is amazing. It's from Mike.com. This guy is letting his Twitter followers control his vibrating butt plug. So there's a guy on Twitter. He's an electronics um, engineer in Berlin. Okay. He goes by the Twitter handle Spacebuck. He created a butt plug that can be controlled by his Twitter followers. So here's what he wrote. Here we go. My open source Wi-Fi vibrator is in my butt again. Okay, I was instead uh, of hey, running. Okay, it. Now before you start, <laughs> I was like, okay, well, if it's just on his desk, like who cares, right? You know, like it's like a paperweight. If his giant butt plugs on his desk as a paperweight, that might be inconvenient while you're on a Zoom call and it's buzzing away on your desk. But no, he's he's told no, you where it is. It's okay. It's, so now it's in there. I, I just want to say, guess we're taking him out of work. I just want right? to say. Game on! Okay, here we go. <laughs> Instead of running a guest book, it's reading the status of this tweet. <laughs> vibration intensity is controlled by the poll. Liking the tweet means 10 seconds of vibration. Retweeting means 30 seconds of vibration. So right now, Cecil, uh, looking at this, he's got 458 likes. Yeah. Yeah. On this thing. I wonder, does it keep 458. going? 458. Well, it might not be in his ass. What? It's probably just like vibrating under his bat or whatever. It's not actually yeah, in his ass. You know, at some point, you just got to be like, all right, that's just numb now. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, it's so, I don't care what, like how great it is. At some point, you're like, oh God, I'm trying to eat dinner and this thing won't stop. Yeah. I mean, even, even God only made it rain for 40 days. You know what I mean? <laughs> God's not real. I'm kidding. But you can make it. But if you want your ass to buzz for 40 days, you can go to adamandeve.com, type in Gloria Checkout. You can get 50% off almost any item, free shipping. And I don't know if they, uh, if you could, if you're a fucking computer genius, maybe you can hook it up to something <laughs> and get your tweets on. You know, who knows? This guy could be a trendsetter. Adam and Eve, look into this. You know, maybe, maybe there's something to this. Well, it's funny because... Um, this, this special kind of technology is called teledildonics. <laughs> <laughs> that is an emerging field. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Cecil, a lot, a lot of, a lot of great things come from terrible events. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like maybe after the pandemic and the isolation and the loneliness and the quarantine, there will be revolutions in the field of teledildonics. <laughs> And the teledildonics pioneers of tomorrow will look back on 2020 and say, oh, were it not for the pandemic, we would not have gestures in direction. <laughs> These. This. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> what, what are you doing, Gary? I'm working my core, you know, yelping for that gasm. What? You know, I'm beating it up, getting ab games until I explode. What in God's name are you talking about? Dude, it's bro science. I'm stacking shit, going progressive overload till I progress over my load. Now I'm saying... You're talking about orgasms again, aren't you? Um, core orgasms. For fuck's sake, you know there is an easier way, right? No, how? Well, it's the whole point we're recording this. You should just go to adamandeve.com, choose from thousands of products, and get almost any one item at 50% off. And when you do, you'll get free shipping. Delivered discreetly. 
discreetly right to your door. Ooh. Just remember to use code GLORY. Ooh. That's G-L-O-R-Y at checkout. Wow, that is so much easier than coming to and at your local gym. <laughs> yes. Guess only one thing is going to get swole now. Okay. And it's going to be very vascular, extra veiny. All right, can we wrap this up? Oh, it's going to get wrapped up. Please, God! Pro tip. With shredded abs, your sex life will improve. They'll effortlessly attract a mate who's so fractured inside they'll be happy being with you just because you have shredded abs. Eat dangerously low amounts of carbohydrates. You want to do this because it'll help you achieve a state that science refers to as being shredded AF. Eating too many carbs will make you fat because of aeronautical engineering pathways in your body. So this is, uh, this is new. I, I never heard of this. ChicagoTribune.com. Corgasms are one way to practice sexual self-care um, during the COVID-19 pandemic. Tom, I see. So I work out. I know, you work yeah, out. I know you're. I know you're. You're a CrossFit guy. Have you ever had a a corgasm? I have never. So the, a corgasm is when you work out and then you come. An exercise-induced orgasm. See, now, when I work out, I sound like I'm going to, but I don't. <laughs> so, like, I'm, I think I make the I, same faces. I breathe just, heavy. <laughs> I, I make, yeah, I make the same faces. <laughs> I scream, "Oh God!" a lot. I mean, all those things, right, are happening. I mean, I sweat about the same in either activity. Yeah. So yeah. it's like you know, like, it's the I think same there's amount, a, same amount of liquid. But there's one liquid that doesn't come out. That's because the only liquid that doesn't come my out. Whole, my whole lower half basically retreats. It's just like, what is happening? What are you doing? Yeah, <laughs> yeah no shit. Yeah. It's like go into protection mode. Go into protection. I wear I wear compression shorts when I work out a lot because I don't like the bouncing. I don't know. I'm sure women right. do the same thing when they uh when the, with the old uh, with the old fun bags there. But with my fun bags, I I make sure to tuck <laughs> those up against the body because I bounce around and it's super uncomfortable. So I always wear compression shorts. And every time I take them off, it's always just like, like, it's like a fucking, it's like opening the airlock in a fucking sci-fi movie. <laughs> are you kidding me? There's no way any of that can go off while those are smashed. That's not happening. I can't imagine something that would actually be less welcome while working right? out than being like, Oh, good. I, I, now I have a fucking erection yeah. and a mess in my yeah. pants. Like that's not yeah. what I needed at all. Well, the good thing is, like, is that is that the uh, the the compression shorts I wear are wicking, so it would wick the sperm away. Oh, that's good. From, <laughs> right to the from, outside, to the outside of your shorts. So people would be like, "What's going on?" I'd be like, "I don't know. I don't. I don't pay I attention can't. down there." Yeah. I was doing this plank hold, and I got like, and, uh, it's just. <laughs> well, I was doing this plank hold. Any, Anyway, I actually would be okay the? with a hard on because then you could hold up part of your body with the plank. You just, <laughs> you're like yeah. you, you're doing a plank yeah. and you just like move your hands for a second, like scratch your back and kind of stretch. Oh my kid, I look like down. I'm laying down if it's on the ground. Like, <laughs> just break my dick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm curious if anybody. They say three percent of women said they had, and six percent of men said they had a corgasm when they were working out. They had an orgasm. I, yeah, 6%. Uh, wow. If you have had one of these, let us know. I'm curious if anyone in our audience had, you don't have to explain it or don't go into detail. I just say, yes, I had it. Don't, don't send me a, <laughs> a long message. I'm not interested in your, don't send us your yeah. workout video. I, I'm like, not penthouse. Don't, don't send this to me like dear Cecil. <laughs> there I was. I don't want to see that. I don't want to read that, but just be like, yes, I had one. And that's enough information. I don't need any more information than that.
But I am curious, like if anybody has ever, because I've never heard of this before today. Yeah, and it, I guess it comes like when you're comes, like muscularly huh? exhausted. Does it come when you're muscularly <laughs> exhausted? Is that what happens to <laughs> So we want to thank our patrons. Of course, we want to thank all our patrons. We want to thank our newest patrons, Daniel, Michael, Apathia, Dean, and Sadie. Thanks so much for your generous donations. We really do truly appreciate it. Um, you guys are the reasons why Glory Hole Studios exists. So thank you, thank you, thank you. And I appreciate that you guys keep Glory Hole Studios existing so that after the pandemic, I've got a clubhouse to return to. All <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, the reason why we can even do the things that we do yeah. and be able to handle this is with the patrons, right? You know, Tom had to basically create a recording studio in his basement yeah. and we needed to, we needed to fund that. We needed to, you know, the, the, the podcast cost us a lot of money this year, specifically with equipment because we didn't have uh, all the equipment for two spaces, yep. two spaces, just two like cameras, lights. Yeah. I mean, everything. Yeah. It's, it's two, a lot. Two internets, yeah. two everything. Yeah. So it, it took a while and we want yep. to appreciate, we appreciate everybody who donated to make sure that it happened. So thank you. We want to talk a little bit about some email. We got a message here. Um, this message is from Mike and Mike was talking about uh, the episode boater suppression. He says, our choices this November are between someone who actively encourages fascism and someone who won't do shit about it. It's, it, it's, it is too late. The system has failed. And now is not the time to discuss disarming or preventing the arming of the most marginalized members of the community so they can defend themselves on a level of those attacking them, is what he says. You know, the, the only concern I have there, Mike, is um, I'm not aware of any situations where um, the presence of guns in the hands of marginalized communities have kept those communities safer from their oppressors. Um, particularly, I'm not aware of any times when um, I'm, I'm talking about like authoritarian oppressors that are backed by the government, right? The cops, for example. Yeah. Um, yeah. And in modern so, times too, because right, I mean, maybe right. like old timey so, West times maybe, but, but maybe yeah. I'm wrong. You know, maybe, maybe it has kept people safer and I'm just not aware of those stories, but um, I'd love to see that. So Mike, if you've got some examples of that, where um, that has actually worked to keep people safer, um, I'd be willing to look at them. When you add the gun to the equation is, does it, it, it doesn't, it, it doesn't somehow protect you in perpetuity from the police. It may may cause one escalation of force to go your way, but I think only briefly because they're eventually just going to use that radio to call more people. Right, yeah. And you don't, I mean, you don't have a radio that calls yeah. more people. You, you, there's there's you no know? radio that a private citizen has that can call in more people or people that can get away with it. You know what I mean? Like if you yeah. call your buddy and like you're safe today, you're you're not safe tomorrow. Oh, so Tom, we got a message. This is from Pete and Pete sends in a story about the from the Guardian, smelly uh, and create great stains. Emus banned from pub in outback Australia. <laughs> Sorry, emus. Emu. I apologize. They say emus, um, and they're just standing there. What's What's amazing is the photo of this. There's a guy standing there, like pointing to a sign, like "Sorry, it clearly says no emus," <laughs> and the emus are all sitting on the porch, like, "What the fuck, man? This is bullshit, I, right?" <laughs> I, I love the idea that you had to like, oh, well, we got to bar them. Like we can't, we just can't be welcome yeah. to emus. Like yeah. that's not all right. Yeah, you, must, like, you must be this less emu to <laughs> ride this ride or whatever. Yeah. The emu's like, Maybe. it says you're open. It's right there on the side. See? Yeah. Okay. This is discriminatory. Got a message from Robert and Robert asks, um, talking about a, a, you know, possibly a civil war here. 
Um, he thinks that the the civil will basically split up into three countries if it happens. He's from Canada. He says you'll probably split up into three countries: West Coast states, Northeast states, and the remaining part of the country. I do not foresee a split. I mean, you know, I'm not going to rule out civil war at this point, but I certainly do not see a split. I have a feeling that there's going to be some oppressive action taken to reunify the government um, that would keep us all together. Yeah. That would almost certainly I, I happen. don't see any path to that actually happening at all. I, I mean, no. It's got a message from Matt, and Matt says, you know, he's talking about civil war as well. It's funny. We got a lot of civil war comments this week, Tom. That's weird. Yeah, I wonder why um, that would be. We got a message. He says, he says, actual violence uh, would probably be anonymous, like assassinations and bombings, sort of like Northern Ireland. Ireland. That sounds more yep. likely to me, yep. right? Yeah, I, I think that that seems like the, and that's not a civil war. What, what that is, is sort of um, just a series of domestic terrorist actions. Um, and I, yeah. I can see, I can see that happening um, with much greater likelihood than, you know, yeah. some kind of militia-based uprising. It just doesn't make sense. Yeah. So Benjamin sent in this image and we're not, we've got a bunch of Huntsman stuff, a bunch of Huntsman and a bunch of spider stuff people sent in from, from Australia. We just don't have time on the show to address it all. People love their spiders in Australia. Yeah, they they do. Tons of stuff. We read all your email, but we want to talk about this one in particular. Um, he said that he tried to move the Huntsman outside and when he dropped, he dropped a cake tin on it and it started moving the cake tin from underneath. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, this thing is so big and so strong that like, they put shit on top of the spider, and the spider's like, cool. Thanks for the armor, dick. <laughs> it's like, I got a new house, right. bro. <laughs> Everyone's, we got, like, you, don't send yeah. us any more Huntsman messages. We got a million of them. We yeah. love them. Thank you. But like, we're good. I know you guys are like all super manly Australian, like outbackers or whatever you call it. You're like, oh, I would never kill one. That's amazing. If you want your giant dinner plate spiders that like walk around and start your car or whatever they fucking do, you're welcome <laughs> to them. You're fucking your remote those start. Are yours. It's like 40 fucking spiders right. that crawl up to your car and press the button. They're like fucking mowing uh, your lawn and shit. These things are so uh, big. Those Jesus. are all yours, guys. We got a message from Aaron and Aaron says we were talking about a horrible tree from Australia, which is the Gimpy Gimpy plant. He says, I hate to break it to you, but the U.S. has something arguably worse in Florida and Louisiana. Yeah, it's called Florida and Louisiana. Louisiana. <laughs> yeah. It says, literally every part of the machinelle tree, I don't know if I'm pronouncing that correctly, uh, is toxic. It'll cause blisters to any part of your body that touches it. I am so unbelievably fucking allergic to poison ivy oh, yeah. that my body turns itself inside out <laughs> when I touch it. Like it's the worst. I just weep like sores just open on my arm and they're just like, it's the, the most, dis my body basically rejects my own body. It's like, no, <laughs> we're I, good. I know this about you because I think I gave you the poison ivy from working at my house every time you've gotten poison ivy. Yeah. Am I wrong? <laughs> well, Have you I ever got it gotten it that it wasn't my fault? I got it. I got it once at my house. Okay. I got it one time. All right. Yeah. yeah. But like four <laughs> other times I got it at Tom's house. And not just a little bit either. Like I fucking somehow my brain is like, no, rub that fucking leaf on you, stupid. And I'm just like, uh, Tom, uh, Matt sent in another message. Another, this is another, uh, election thing. He says, if, if Trump basically tries to steal the election and we have a 6-3 three, three appointees from Trump on the Supreme yep. Court, that could spell some doom. It could. And I, I don't disagree with this doomsday scenario. I think if we have an issue and there's plenty of ways that Trump could manufacture an issue 
and pushes the election's decision to the Supreme Court after nominating um, RBG's replacement, I, I think we could find ourselves in a real tough spot, a real fucking tough spot. We got a long message from Christian. Yeah, and I I, I know that there's conversation um, in, in this email, Christian, that you know the actions of other parties that were a part of the um, primary dropping out pushed those votes to Biden. But I mean, think about it. they only pushed those votes to Biden. These are still individuals voting. They had a choice to vote for Bernie instead of Biden, but they didn't because we're not that far left. I wish we were. I wish I were wrong about this. If we were, if we were that far left, it would have been a choice amongst a number of different progressives. And then a bunch of centrists dropping out wouldn't have fucking made any difference. Would have changed anything. But like when a bunch of centrists drop out, all that all that does yeah. is focus the centrist vote. It does not focus progressive votes onto centrists. So either there's a lot of progressives that don't vote, which means they don't fucking matter in a political system based on voting, which seems likely, but fuck them then. Who cares? Fucking vote or shut up, you know, or there's not that many leftists out there. Uh, only, only one of those two things seems possible. Got a message, a couple of messages. One is from Josiah, and he said that he just wanted to let us know that as a vet, he absolutely cannot stand Donald Trump. And he says, a lot of my military brothers and sisters also hate Donald Trump. We got a couple of messages this week that basically said the same thing, that echoed the same thing. And, you know, I... I, I I hope that that's the case. You know, the way that the way that these talking, the way that certainly some of these people are talking about how the military is going to back Trump or something like that. I sure hope not, man. What the fuck? So that is going to wrap it up for this week. Uh, we'll be back next week. Please check out our live streams. Our live streams are at uh, 9 p.m. Central Time. Uh, we have a lot of fun on our live streams. Hang out, chill out, laugh a lot. So come check them out. Uh, you can check them out on YouTube, on Facebook, on Twitch. Uh, we're streaming all over the place and we're having a great time. So come check them out. If you haven't before, uh, you know, make it a point, come out during a week and just chat with us. Cause we do check out chat. We talk to chat, we interact with chat and it's a lot of fun. So if you have your 9 PM free on Thursday night on central time, come check us out, hang out with us. You're going to have a great time. That's going to wrap it up for this week. We're going to leave you like we always do with the skeptics creed. Credulity is not a virtue. It's fortune cookie cutter, mommy issue, hypno Babylon bullshit. Couched in scientician, double bubble, toil and trouble, pseudo quasi alternative, acupunctuating, pressurized, stereogram, pyramidal, free energy, healing, water, downward spiral, brain dead pan, sales pitch, late night info docutainment. Leo Pisces, cancer cures, detox, reflex, foot massage, death in towers, tarot cars, psychic healing, crystal balls, Bigfoot, Yeti, aliens, churches, mosques, and synagogues, temples, dragons, giant worms, Atlantis, dolphins, truthers, birthers, witches, wizards, vaccine nuts, shaman healers, evangelists, conspiracy, doublespeak, stigmata, nonsense. Expose your signs. Thrust your hands, bloody, evidential, conclusive. Doubt even this. The opinions and information provided on this podcast are intended for entertainment purposes only. All opinions are solely that of Glory Hole Studios, LLC. 
cognitive dissonance makes no representations as to accuracy, completeness, currentness, suitability, or validity of any information and will not be liable for any errors, damages, or butthurt arising from consumption. All information is provided on an as-is basis. No refunds. Produced in association with the local Dairy Council and viewers like you.